Chris, I think we need to up the ante a little bit. Every Thursday, I don't think it's just going to cut it for us here soon. We need more yeah. content, right? We need, we need to get we need to get it out there. Yeah. So, guys, I, I, there's I a little you. hint. There's a possibility we may have more than just Thursdays coming here soon. So, all righty. Well, I'll see you guys. Have fun storming okay. the Capitol. Hit that yeah. fucking button, oh, okay. please. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
for over 20 years now, 23 years exactly, um, I do compose film music. So I, I guess we will have a little bit to talk about everything I do because it could be interesting. As long as you don't fall asleep, I know I'd like to hear about it all. No, <laughs> I'm on the way. So you're kind of like a, <laughs> no, a renaissance I'm, man I'm, of I'm sorts. Quite, I'm quite fit. All, all good. I'm quite fit. Very nice. Naturally, Chris and I, we were, you know, hobbyists ourselves, nerds ourselves when it comes to the Halloween Myers mass communities. And you mentioned that, um, other than uh, you have Fearcraft, right? Fearcraft Studios. Absolutely. Yeah. Just um, started Fearcraft Studios um, planned from last October after, you know, I lost my other companies because of Corona and, you know, something private stuff happened, what, which was putting me down over a year. But um, I found my strengths back and started um, thought about what, I, what I'm going to do, you know, <laughs> is... Am, am I going out of the mask business or go, do I come back and do it different as before? Just no reholds anymore and you don't do my own thing. So I started um, doing Fearcraft Studios and yeah, started my first sculpt this year. It was long planned. It was nearly four years in the making from from the start where i did the rotten hero which i sold chris four years ago um to the point now which is quite the real rotten hero you know um so and next to the to the sculpting is quite going into the t-shirt business creating horror horror themed t-shirts spooky t-shirts or spooky uh, fashion and you know um it's it's quite fun having an online shop with all these different aspects and putting your artistry into it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I love some of your designs. Yeah. I like, I like the way the, the pumpkin is. Thanks, it's kind of the negative of the pumpkin on a lot of your uh, shirts and your hats. Yeah. I like that. You no, know, this, this one. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I alter it um, because I mean, the pumpkin is not copyrighted. So I alter it, the pumpkin a little bit, the, the Halloween pumpkin, the 1978 pumpkin, because it's, you always see that, you know, it's unique with it. It looks like a, a head and a knife. So I alter it a little, uh, little bit and, you know, put my logo out of it. Fearcraft Studios is um, kind of my, um, my artist, you know, my artist side. It's kind of the design side I do. And with the OG45, the, the, the mask side, the Halloween side I do, the, the Michael Myers side. And the t-shirt design is more a little bit, um, you know, open-minded and horror and macabre themed stuff. You know, there will be some nice pumpkin uh, t-shirts, some nice clown, dark clown, evil clown t-shirts. Um, not, not always related to horror characters, but... Um, I think um, that's that's what I have in mind, you know, what I have in mind, some, some nice uh, lines, you know, and um, with the OG45, which is the first mask which comes um, next month, I, I hope that mm -hmm. I have the prototype next month, um, getting, getting out more and more with the time and some accessories and, um, yeah, more stuff. OG forty five. You know why? You know, you know. I, I I think you can guess why it's called OG. Or? Yes, I can. Yeah. But you are the <laughs> artist, the creator. 
yeah, the original, you know, the original thing, the the main thing, you know, and uh, the unmatched thing, I call it, you know, um, because it's it's the mask, you know, and no no mask after it nearly mentioned because it it was such a you know a perfect storm made of out of a forty dollar mask back then. I, I mean, did you did you know that the forty dollar mask back then would cost today two hundred twenty dollars? God, no. Yeah, it's it's funny. Chris I just I just I just I just uh, take a look uh, what forty dollars was worth in nineteen seventy five and what's worth now. So forty dollars would be two hundred twenty dollars now, and that would be kind of a mid class mask. Damn. If you if you have going for the mask producer mask. <laughs> Damn, inflation, like Damn inflation! Damn so, inflation! Um, <laughs> and, and for the OG uh, OG forty five, I did um, started my research. I think probably four and a half years ago. You know, when I started to convert Kirks to the Rotten Hero masks, which uh, Chris had one. Um, that was the first attempt to recreating um, kind of a real rotten uh, flavor to the mask. You know, not not the kind the way. Chris Nelson did with uh, the 2018 mask, which is not quite real, but I love it, yeah. um, by the way. But, um, you know, from that Kirk um, creating or, you know, overworking the mask, kind of have it look like the hero mask, it's kind of impossible, you know. You can't get the mouse party and everything, you know. So I, I just thought a long time ago to sculpt it. And it took some time, but I started this year. And it took three and a half months. I'm quite finished now. And I'm happy with it. That's awesome, dude. I got a question for you. Would you say, because um, I noticed you're kind of more of a, a favor of the, I don't know, if using the term rotted or rotten, fits yeah. in here but are you are you more because i'm we all have our favorites we all like a a clean or a dirty or <clears throat> something like that in our meyer mask was you say you're you you lean more towards like you're more fascinated by the rotten side um trying the, the, to the, trying to replicate I, I would, that I, I would i would say yes because um over the over the past years, I've even done uh rotten h6 versions i've done rotten uh, mm -hmm. h4 versions um <laughs> And they always look different, and they always behave different. And um, I, I think it, it, it's, it's my artist feeling to create something what, what not everybody can create. You know, having the look for a real rotten. You know, um, it's, it's hard to describe. You know, because I'm not native U.S. speaking, but um, I could do it better in Germany. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. You're I doing think, good. I think. I think um, to uh, you know creating um, the rotten look to to uh, a known mask, you know it it gives a totally new look. Have you have you seen my rotten H six? I don't think so, but um, I, I will show you. I will show you. I dig it, man. I like it. I I like I liked I liked the the, the idea of um, you know aging stuff, you know, and aging a mask and. 
I, I think I, I, I already done a rotten age twenty already, and a oh. rotten resurrection. I think I think I, I nearly I nearly have everything. <laughs> that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm wondering because it kind of takes a. Uh, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of imagination yeah. to imagine yeah. how something weathers and rots. I was wondering I, I if like that. The, I like the weathering side on this because it's not just uh, putting some dirt on it. You know, it's like putting some brownish uh, color tones on it, yeah. blending it with the white, and you know that it's. Or um, what I really admire, what I could not achieve uh, yet, is um, Nick Mopagano's um, version of. Uh, I think the Death Relic or the. Yeah, the dead, dead relic. I think. Dead, dead relic. Yeah, dead relic. Yeah, uh, because he he managed to have the cracking paint, and I did not manage to do it yet. You know, I did not found out how to do it. I I uh, I had some cracking compound, and you know, it never looked like like uh, Nick's, and um, so I gave up on that. <laughs> Absolutely, um, but you know, I so I. I have my style and, you know, and um, mm-hmm. I don't want to copy anybody, you know, so um, I have my style on this, uh, on this part. And I think the most rotten uh, mask I did was the, the rotten hero or later I called it the rotten shape mask, um, which was a converted Kirk mask. Um, I got, I think I made over the past four years, um, 25 of it. Uh, See, that's Chris what I was wondering. Yeah, you have the special edition with the box. I only did one box because after I did this box, I said, no, <laughs> <laughs> not again. That was because it, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty much work because Chris was the first uh, pre-order um, guy on, on the mask back then. So I said, I decided, yes, I give him the box. Um, <laughs> wow. Shit. Um, so as you mentioned in, uh, in the other video that I uh, always put extras into it it's always the same i do the same with the og and yes everything what i said will be will be there so like a like a booklet uh a printed box i mean the printed box is pretty hard to do to find you know a, a manufacturer who can make it in my style and you know having it not cost uh, millions of dollars to do <laughs> right <laughs> millions of euros but um that's 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 kind of the last thing what I'm planning right now is to do the box and I will keep it simple, but um, it, it will be nice, you know, to have a box opening it and you see uh, the the hero mask into it. You know? Yeah, that's just shit you don't expect, you know, that's, that's, it was impressive for me. I was like, damn, look at all this shit he's throwing in here. <laughs> this is awesome. I mean, I mean you know, it's, it's kind of... Um, also from me, a little love letter to community, you know, because um, giving extras just makes the, the product or the mask, uh, you know, feel very special. And the OG45 is special. I mean, I mean, I did so many research on it and so many sweat and tears into it and so many try and delete onto the, onto the sculptor that it's worse, you know. It's worse for me to... Give give some extras, you know, and not not only a mask, you know. I mean, a good collector loves extras. I think, yeah. um, you know, having a booklet, reading how the mask was made, how the mask made from ground up um, clay, you know, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of what what you find in the booklet and little story about um, the original Halloween mask, which is quite confusing sometimes because there are two stories uh, from 
from um, the wrap of Halloween to Halloween 2, there are two stories where the mask went. Neither, I don't know where it went, uh, even it was at Nick Castle's, um, you know, um, fireplace, or it was in Deborah Hill's shoebox. Who knows? If we will never find to, out. Uh, Sean Clark's and uh, Christopher Nelson with the. I've, I've seen that, yeah, with, with Dick Wallow yes, and Nick Castle. They I've did, seen that. Uh, Nick Castle made it very clear. Uh, obviously, he had owned obviously the hero that the mask that obviously so many films. Yeah, you know what a good thing is. Uh, what, so. what, <laughs> Nick didn't know. You know what a good thing is. What he, yeah, you know what a good thing is. What he doesn't know yet is that he will get it back in form of the OG forty five in one and a half. Months. Oh, really? Yeah. I have something I have something worked out and uh I have a guy who who will be at the age forty five um who's actually um one of the big supporters of the Kickstarter campaign I did. Um and I asked him, Man, when you go to Nick Castle, can you give him wow. the mask? And he said yes, absolutely. Very cool. So Hopefully very there cool. that will continue to happen. I don't mean to rain on this possible parade. I, I hope so. I hope so. It would it, you know, it would be a dream and I think I, maybe Nick Castle wouldn't recognize it because I, I don't think he knows how the mask looks uh, as of today, but um, probably have, he has seen the photo from, from well, Mark Roberts. Probably there not, was I actually some news here recently that there's a possibility because of the writer and actor strike that's going on right now that there's actually some certain rules that are given to the actors and writers, I would assume as well. And in fact, Sean Clark uh, talked about it recently with his job that he has, and they talked about uh, conventions presently in the future. Because of this strike, as I stated, there are certain rules that are being applied. If there's something that you're currently working yeah. on or future projects, apparently they are being banded to even be at these conventions to talk about it. They're not even allowed to do podcasts when it's talking about present projects that are on hold, obviously. Mm. And like I said, I could put a link in the description box, by the way, real quick, if people are listening or, or, you know, mm. to go to Sean Clark, he could obviously explain it in so much better detail. So people are fearing the convention, you know, the 45, will it happen? Or will there be less actors there because of it? Because some of them may fear of going. Yeah. So I, I really hope that Nick Nick's Castle retired. Will be so really hope let's hope so. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think projects. I think the the chances <laughs> yeah. are quite good. Yeah. Let's keep the fingers crossed. And uh, absolutely, absolutely for me, it's a no brainer um, um, for me that that he will get get a mask. And you know, I tried to contact Sean Clark on this uh, before I asked um, Chibi. Um, and I also contacted John Clark to be participate okay. of the project, but uh, he had he had no interest because he had no interest in uh, in a deteriorating mask and uh, you know. And to be yeah, I I accept I have I have a different uh, opinion on this, but yeah. I accepted it. It's, I mean, it's okay. Sometimes know? we win, sometimes yeah. we lose. But what you're doing right now is a major win. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I, I've I've a lot of people, you know, who admire what I do and um, you know want to work yeah. with me on that and uh, want to promote it and uh, yeah. 
So, like you guys, <laughs> that's uh, very and good. And just very to nice. elaborate oh, more on the OG45, I'm sorry, Chris, were you about to say something? Oh, no, I was just saying it's exciting, man. We're glad to have oh, you here. Absolutely. And I, I, I want to, if anything, maybe I, you have obviously this giveaway right now with the OG45. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Could you? Yeah. I have to give away, you know, spending $20 on my shop, um, getting a t shirt or whatever. Um, and uh, you get a ticket. Your order number is a ticket number, and um, they will, you know, on, on the 15th of uh, August, I will do a drawing and probably you win or you will not, you know. So the chances are quite good that that people will win something, you know, like mm -hmm. a t-shirt, uh, at least a t-shirt. One OG45 Ultimate Collector's Edition is given away. And one blank. <laughs> so maybe for the mask makers, quite so interesting. as well, I was reading through the rules that you had and now, and, and I want to make sure I'm clear on this. This is obviously $20 or 20 euros, correct? Yeah. Now, if let's say um, you were going to spend $40, you have twice the chance of winning this giveaway? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. You you get then two tickets. But I I what I need to, to write down in, in, the, in the description is limit, limit, limiting it okay. uh, to five tickets. So That's five. Max. I think if, I mean... It, it would not be fair if you have 100 tickets, you, you win everything, you know. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So, <laughs> I mean, sure, he, he paid a lot of money then, but, um, or he or she, but um, I think five tickets as max, and um, that's okay. And the winner will be um, named uh, per email, or getting an email, you won or you did not, did not won. Um, I probably did not, um, do not... Um, uh, make the raffle live. I don't know right now because times, you know, times are a little hard, and mm -hmm. I'm probably right into the produce the production of the OG45 okay. mask. So I think maybe doing it offline and sending an email, hey, yeah. you won or you didn't want, you know. But um, everything will be great. And um, I sold some some t-shirts right now, and uh, some some guys are participating, and I wish them good luck. Yeah, no, definitely. Awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is. I mean, this is really cool what you're doing. Obviously, as I have been told in the past, on certain now, this is you don't have to do that. Well, I know I don't have to. This you know, you, you know, it's, it's, it's also pretty. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's also pretty hard if you have a new online shop to um, to get acknowledged, you know, or to to get yeah. seen. You know, nobody knows about you, and you know, nobody knows about your projects or your products or whatever. And I thought it could be a cool idea to, you know. Um, relive the online shop or, you know, push the online shop a little bit and push my projects mm -hmm. a little bit, push my designs a little bit and um, give something back, you know. It's, it's, I, I think I won't earn any money with it, with, with a giveaway, but um, that's not, you know, it's marketing, you know, it's mm -hmm. marketing and if I, spend it, if I spend hundreds of dollars for Facebook ads or whatever, it's the same thing, you know. And so I can give something back. People, people order. You know, the shop will get a little bit more noticed, and um, I give something back, and that's. that's and the way I thing. see it too, with you just getting started again, you know, and especially this being a brand new sculpt for you, and this being the off season for Halloween fans because summertime. Yeah. I think it's a perfect timing for you because by the time we get into that season, you may be overwhelmed with business. 
So you're getting your name out there now. And yeah. then next thing you know, I think you might be able to handle it more. Absolutely. I, I remember, I remember the times when I got my first online shop, uh, which I started 2019, uh, which crashed in, I think mid 2021 was um, the absolutely coffin in, into the, and then nail into the coffin, uh, because of some private uh, stuff was going on. Um, I managed to do uh, to build it from from zero from you know one rear mask I sold over eBay eBay marketplace um, to build up this shop and it took a year it took a year um, until it got recognized on Google it got you know get many more customers but um, it was a little bit different themed you know I have the rear stuff and I had um, normal trick or treat studio mm-hmm. stuff in, into it because um, in Germany it was always difficult to get the trick or treat studio stuff here. Um, so I managed to do, you know, doing a wholesale for them, and you know, but um, since the shop crashed, you know, it, it really hurt my my soul. You know, I built it from scratch, and um, then came Corona and COVID. And, you know, yeah. like in everybody's life, it's, you know, it, everything was going down. And then uh, plus that, what comes some private shit, you know, which um, really knocked me out of anything, you know, for about a year, you know. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, the thing is, you never, never give up. Yep. You know, if you fell, stay up. If it takes one year, if it takes two years, but stay up again and try again or whatever. And um, I think, yeah, Fearcraft is, is a different aspect. And I always wanted to do my my own mm-hmm. stuff, you know, uh, my own sculpting. And But I never had the, mm, I don't know, the time to do it. You know, now uh, I took quite, I think, a quarter year and think about what could I do, what, what, what do I want to do. And, um, yeah, Fearcraft Studios is the result of it, you know, and the OG 45 is the first mask I do and not the, as they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So absolutely. And, uh, this may have, yeah, being stronger. It's, you know, you come, you you know, from, from anything you fell, you come out stronger somehow. Somehow, and um, you know, like I said, I managed I managed it um, to build it once, and I can do it again. Different, um, but why not as good? I mean, why not even better? You know, yeah. with with own scouts, and you know, it would be interesting for the community. I mean, for the communities. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm thinking out of the box. Not only doing Michael Myers or Halloween stuff, just um, I always pl- um, plan to do a Leatherface mask Ooh. because I love the Leatherface mask looks, you know. Um, hey, I'd like to see that yeah. now. That could be cool. <laughs> whether it's Gary Hansen or the latest, I, I like, yeah, that, make it your own. I liked I liked the latest mask from, from the okay. Netflix flicks. Um, the movie was uh, okay. Was a little bit Halloween Toast 2018 into Leatherface, but uh, the mask was cool. I think you know, yeah. a cool idea. Cutting off his mother's mask, uh, mother's face, and putting it on his mask. It seemed it like they weren't cool. afraid to step out yeah, of the box on. with that one. I mean, it wasn't yeah the best, but yeah, they, they tried. Something I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen 
I've seen some some artists even do this uh, mask, and they look mm, pretty yeah. awesome, pretty awesome. But um, <clears throat> I mean, after the OG forty five, uh, there will be another Myers mask, which you know, closing the gotcha. circle. In other words, you're mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. that's closing the circle <laughs> where it started and where it ends. You know, uh, but uh, I won't talk about any one thing at a time, my friend. Because, you know, one thing at a time. Well, yeah. I respect it. I respect uh, it. Um, it could be, could, could, you, could be cool because uh, you know I've I've so much knowledge about that OG mask and you know so much research over the years uh, that I think I could try doing something. You know, <laughs> do do you have uh, further plans to um, continue your composing into Fearcraft? Um, or yeah, yeah. Um, I. Um, I recently, um, um, I recently um, released my s- soundtrack from Rapunzel's Fluch. Uh, it is a German horror movie. Um, you can listen on Apple TV uh, or Apple Music, uh, Spotify, wherever you go on YouTube. And I'm doing part two right now. Um, next to sculpting, next to mask making, next to anything I do right now, next to having kids. <laughs> wow. So a pretty, a pretty, pretty tough timeline right now. But I mean, composing is, um, I mean, I'm doing it for 24, 24, 20, 25 years. And um, I would never give that up, you know, but, but um, the past 10 years were quite hard. I've done a lot for Chinese movies huh. and, and uh, Asian movies. Oh, um, there was was quite quite a big blockbusters with um, Donnie Yen start in one. Are you, I think you know Donnie Yen. I sure do. He started in Star Wars. Yeah. I think yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Um, uh, Iceman, if you know, if yeah. you know Iceman, maybe. Yeah, I've yeah. done yeah. the score with a, a part of the score for that oh. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, the soundtrack composing is um, cool. It's like you do one project and next comes one project, next comes one project, next comes, and you always have to be on your high level, you know. And that was kind of a little bit hard, so I turned it a little bit down, and um, you know, just do. Right now, I'm doing projects I want to do, you know. I not I I need to do, you know. So. Um, I just live my artist's life, you know, and so from time to time there come movies uh, where, say, where I think, okay, it could be interesting. I try to write a, you know, a demo or maybe they get me or maybe not. Um, so Rapunzel's Fluch 2 was um, actually not planned for me to do it, but um, I told her, uh, speak, spoken with the director and, well, it was a no-brainer to say yes then, you know. He wanted me, and I, I, I think it's it's kind of if you if you think uh, in, into other composers, many composers didn't do even the second part or whatever. They they let another composer do it. Or, um, but uh, I, I thought the story can give more, and the music can can give a little bit more, you know. And evolving the music, um, and yeah, the funny thing is when I started composing. 
everything um, artistically I do is coming from the background of Halloween because the Halloween theme is so much into my head. You know, all the John Carpenter music. Yes, sir. Chris and um, I have talked about that. I mean, um, I've done... I think I've done maybe in my life 120 versions of the Halloween theme, you know, alone, you know. Um, and you can always hear some influences to John Carpenter, you know, little shifting mm -hmm. the, the tone, you know, that's, that's what he does like, like nobody else. I mean, Hans Zimmer, as for example, has his style with maybe sometimes four chords and building up the four chords. And uh, John Carpenter is more the the much more minimalistic uh, guy, but the more electric guy. And that's what I love. You know, I, I compose for orchestra and electric, you know, mixing it and everything like that. Um, so, um, yeah, John Carpenter is kind of a very big inspiration next to James Horner with Titanic. I mean, okay, it's a love story, but I love this soundtrack. You know, the soundtrack is so... You know, going into your brain and uh, yeah, Titanic, um, Terminator, Brad Fiedel. I wonder, it. have you been uh, um, approached by? I'm not, I know there's been kind of a blow up of uh, like say indie movies, indie Halloweens, and things like um, that. Fan made films. Have you been approached actually, by any of those? Actually, not. No, never, never done one of them. I um, think that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, you know, my 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 life dream was and. Then I can I can tell you you know a story. I got um, contact with Dick Warlock, um, very nice guy by the way. I mean it's twenty two years away you know, and he uh, was sending and Nicholas Nicholas Grabowski, the the writer from the Halloween Four novel. I have uh, I've had a very very close connection to him, and I think he or Dick Warlock gave me an email address from an agent in Hollywood. And I even contacted this person. And so we got talked to each other. And um, yeah, it was close, but they got Danny looks then. Next thing is um, what I tried is, as it was um, stated that Marcus Dunstan will do a Halloween movie, which we never got. Um, I told, uh, talked to Marcus Dunstan and he was also interested in, you know, talking about scoring it, you know, but he never did the score, this, you know, and we got John Carpenter back, which is quite nice, honestly. Who could it better than John Carpenter himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but to be honest, to be Can't honest, I that. think he, he could not top himself from yeah. the first movie. I think the first movie is, I mean... Even if this, the music, if you put the music together, it's like eight minutes of different music, but it's so effectful, you know, it's so... It's just simple. It's it's clean. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's almost it's, haunting. But, but I love I love the scores or the scores of the... the it's technically... Day, John Carpenter and the son and da Daniel Davis that did, did a great job. I would say John Carpenter's it score is for Halloween is technically a love story. And I'm being serious. It is. It is. It is. Even movie. even though he's he's quite a quite a very critical guy, and you know, um, I, I think the story from Chris Nelson was where when Chris Nelson asked him about the mask, he said, "Looks like shit." <laughs> but that's John Carpenter. That's yeah. John Carpenter. You know, <laughs> so uh, pr pretty pretty honest guy. <laughs> you know, and I he's not afraid yeah, to say I what he's better off like. getting that honesty instead yeah. of you know. 
BSing someone because then you'll go around thinking, you know, hey, I'm all this because John Carpenter said I'm wonderful. But if John Carpenter didn't tell you the truth, then at least you got a good ass kicking and maybe you learn something from that experience to be a little bit better. So Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd rather know br yeah. brutally honest Speaking people. of being brutally honest, <laughs> or with everything you have going on with your sculpting, with your music, would you mind sharing uh, where people could find you? I know that I said being brutally honest. It was a little good to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. We needed some honesty. Where can we find Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Um, you <laughs> You can just go www.myers-masks.com. Okay. A new website. Yeah. No, not no new websites, just a new web domain for mostly the American people who um, or Fearcrafty. Just easy. Or Fearcraft.com will come soon because um, I think it was taken. So I need to buy yeah. it or whatever. Um, but fearcraft.com will come because the, my whole website is in English. Um, because the, 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 the main, um, the main, I say customers are quite the world, yeah. you know, i just want, um, not, not to concentrate on my country because Germany has a, um, it has a big whole community, but it's not that big as, you know, probably in the U S you know, um, oh, US wow. such a big, uh, you know, community and how uh, social media. Uh, Facebook is um, you can look for Fearcraft Studios and Instagram is Fearcraft um, down minus I don't know <laughs> Studios. I, I think they call you, that is you, it underscore you Chris. Uh, uh, underscore. Yeah, the yeah, I think yeah that's, underscore. I think that's underscore. Yeah. Or Okay. Fearcraft yeah. underscore um, studios. We'll yeah. make sure we get that information so and we'll put it in the description box, but it's always so nice to hear it from, you know, the person themselves, of course, where we can find yeah. you. I do my best. No, you, <laughs> no, you, you did wonderfully. Um, be quiet phone. I'm getting notifications from Instagram. They're probably saying, where can we find you? No. Um, <laughs> speaking, I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. We got to talking about Halloween, the passion, the love you have for and the, and the composing, which, wow, that's amazing. Everything you've accomplished there. I mean, I'm, I'm into Halloween about 20, 29 yeah. years ago. I've watched, I was the lucky guy um, that I watched really Halloween one as my first yeah. movie. And wow. I was, I think nine or 10 or maybe nearly 10. I don't know. I don't remember right now the exact time, but I remember that I shitted my pants when I first watched it because it, it, it had such a, a dark energy. I, I mean, I watched Freddy before. I watched some other stuff before, but Halloween was yeah. different for me as a 10 year old. You know, it, it really frightened me because you have this, spooky house you have this shape-like figure uh, who's lurking the streets and it you know it was it was so frightening me that i didn't watch it and uh, to the end uh, at that night when i got the video cassette <laughs> the vhs from from a friend of mine you know he recorded it on tv and i did not finish it and at night so Two, two days later, I think on an, on an afternoon, I finished Halloween and 
I thought, wow. I'm that was good. That was really good. I really, really got frightened, you know, and this got into yeah. my brain. You know? John Carpenter was a beautiful storyteller along with his crew. And they absolutely you- they they did they did so well they did so well um, absolutely and I was so impressed and I mean I've watched any of the following Halloweens uh, after that and you know what I really got um, into it was Halloween six because I watched it right on um, um, pay TV when we when we got it first you know we got it first on pay TV and I watched it down and again and again it was so great I, from 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 the point from from uh from 1996 it was a great movie for me you know today i would say okay the story is pretty okay <laughs> yeah we would not do that again um <laughs> but uh, i think a lot of people would rather watch h6 right now than a certain trilogy Dude, I will watch. Probably, probably. I will, I will watch H six until <laughs> I die. I'm a fan till I die. I don't care. <laughs> Absolutely, H six has one of the greatest masks. You know, I mean, I love the H six mask. It looks so emotionless and so bad. You know, bad as Michael Myers is so badass in this movie. You know? It just and, it matched what yeah. George P was going for. It was just it's George P. Ruthless. And then, um, it's just out there. Michael A. Lerner on, on the reshoot scenes, what I didn't know back then. Um, for me, it was always George P. Wilber, the big star of the movie, you know. Yeah. Um, until I found out uh, he got not into the reshoots. Um, and Michael A. Lerner did a lot of scenes, but mm-hmm. um, that's, I love H6. Really. This, I mean, yeah, it was a different Myers house, but they always do. They, they did it with H5, so it's okay. Who cares? Yeah. And yeah, it was it was a great mask. It was a great appearance of Michael Myers. The story is okay, but um, um, the kills were badass. You know, I could watch H uh, six just for the atmosphere. It, it yeah, the atmosphere just does it for me. Absolutely, that's the Halloween atmosphere. Which uh, which which I really miss a little bit in Halloween five. Halloween four had a great uh, opening sequence. The opening mm. sequence of Halloween four is absolutely Ooh. unmatched. One of the I best. Think. Absolutely. Um, but the Midwest movie in age four, I think. That's what it looks like early in the fall. Yeah. The movie the movie is also great. I mean, I mean Halloween four is a great sequel to Halloween two. Um, but the the like you said, the the atmosphere in Halloween six was different and you know, very dark, you know, and it was quite good. You know, we're getting to the point now where we're getting closer and closer to this end of this video here um before i forget anything chris is there anything that uh that maybe you may want to ask your special guest because right now i'm trying to think off the top of my head if there was anything uh that i wanted to ask i sure as fuck do <laughs> i sure as fuck do it's got nothing to do with anything so this is completely fucking random okay. <laughs> but we we love oh, yeah. the random shit here yeah absolutely Go i've on. always wanted to speak to someone to have a uh, a personal uh, telling, do you travel the Audubon? What? Do you travel the Audubon? Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell me anything about it? Because it sounds like my fucking dream. Nearly two years ago, I drove uh, a Porsche Cayenne with uh, 
point no it was a 4.8 liter v8 oh buddy and i got flashed and the the limit was um i think 130 100 yeah 30 i got flashed with uh, 60 over it <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, my top speed with support was 280 kilometers per hour that was so god damn yeah. <laughs> all right man i don't know how much it, uh, it is i was gonna thing. that was gonna be another uh my miles. next question what kind of cars do you get into what uh um, are you into you know actually at the moment because all of that uh, company shit what 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 happened i drive an opal a little opal you know nothing nothing special little not not even family car you know it has a one liter three three v motor but um, I always love V8s. I had plenty of V8s. I drove a Phaeton, a Volkswagen Phaeton, that was produced for US until 2006. So when you can get this car, sit in, drive. It's the best car you can drive, really. Um, so smooth on the streets, and but they're so rare in the US right now. And um, after that, I got a 7 BMW with a V8 motor. Mm. Um, was quite nice, but not as comfortable as the, the the Volkswagen, which is kind of a Bentley in VV shape, you know. But uh, all the interior and everything was everything was Bentley or Bentley quality because um, they really built this car per as it was hand built um, in in the Gläserne Manufaktur in in Leipzig um, in Germany. Um, and after that, I got the Porsche Cayenne, which was absolutely, it was a runner. I mean, it's a big SUV, but damn, the power of it. Damn, really, really, really damn. But I, I love cars. I, I love cars. But, you know, at the moment, uh, just I don't have the financial background to, to get a big car, you know. And also with that gas prices, I don't want it. You know, I don't want to support it. Oh. I mean... Mm. You, I, I've seen gas prices in the US, they're quite cheap to what we pay, you know. Here it uh, varies I from one end to the other. Yeah, they are really hard. <laughs> the prices are here really hard. I think what what, um, what do we pay for, I don't know, you're not into liters or so not, not, not really, no? For us? Pay, what, what a liter. You pay, you pay, you per pay gallon, for gallons, yeah. I think. Oh. Yeah, we yep. pay per liter. And uh, what what is a li- what is a liter in gallon? Can we oh find God. it? Out? <laughs> oh God. I know a gallon is eight know. pounds. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know that. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, so how many pay- gallons am I, Scott? What are you telling me? <laughs> we pay I around. One, one we all pay way too damn much unless you are a yeah, at, in, live in Afghanistan. So that's a fact. Where they don't pay a dime. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Too much. Uh, we pay two, two, two dollars. I think two dollars per liter. That should be. You said this was a liter. That's a, that's and a liter. Paying two dollars. Yeah. So there's a good there's a good reference for you folks. It's about as big in the head. Empty. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what that is. <laughs> Want to see a little close up from the OG? Yeah. Hey. That would be good. I, I, how we, how I, we I, miss that shit? While you're doing that, I'm gonna grab me another beer. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, some some little um, 
before I mold it, I need to, you know, smooth out the mouse and, you know, the dead parts inside here that I don't want to have something stuck into and get it, you know, broken or whatever, I know. But uh, that's the unreal uh, thing, you know. <laughs> I fucking love the, the mouth on yeah. it, man. And, you know, I, I even, I even um, scouted in this... Um, this this bent in this bent in neck, you know, so it, uh, it recreates it. Um, what I do is uh, what How? I can say. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering. I was wondering, I mean, I noticed you were touching right there. I mean, how firm? Because I've never, I've not oh, sculpted it's at pretty, all. It's pretty. It's pretty hard. So pretty it's hard. set. It's set. Not not quite. If I uh, if I'm too long at one part, the the clay, uh, you know, kind of melts and. You have my fingerprints into it. Oh God, I'd be afraid to fucking I drop yeah, so that I shit. Just, I just, I just touch, I just touch the back, yeah. you know. And you know, if you can see this little cracking details here, is that oil based or water based? It was, it was quite, quite a lot of work. Yeah, that's okay. oil based. Oh, I love the cracks. That's the cracks are quite. Yeah, you know, that's I, great. I, and also the the whole. Uh, you know, the whole uh, uh, surface is not perfect. I've got a question about that. I say, uh, the, 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 you know, the default nose, you know, everything is there. Even even this little, you know, this little imperfection spot. I don't know if you can see it under, right under the ear. There's a spot from the hero mask. It's a little dot. You can see it. Mm, yeah, I see two that, of them. That, yeah. that's, a, that's a molding dot. And... Even that is molded into, because I needed to have it there. <laughs> with the cracks yeah. that are purposely—that's my baby. <laughs> with the, the cracks that you purposely have added will that? I know this is a silly question, but I'm just thinking from you know the ground up. Will that affect it? when obviously when you make a mold? Uh, no, they, 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 they won't. They won't crack okay. any more further uh, because. Um, um, as example, they will cut out like the 2018 mask a little bit. So they will be there, but they will be colored black, okay. you know, so they to just look like it's gotcha. crack, you know, like it. because uh, when, when you when you cut it out, sure, the, the chances that the latex is, you know, ripping apart. Now, so I take care of will when you're going to be making these molds, obviously, will the latex, or you haven't decided yet, will it be, I want to say thick or possibly the average thickness that we get in latex mass sustaining? Um, quite quite funny that you mentioned it because um, yesterday I got asked by a pre-order customer um, how thick the latex will be. And I my answer is short. Um, I try to stay as close to the original as possible and the uh, original mask has quite thick latex but it won't be too okay. thick so um i don't know how thick exactly but um it uh, will quite have a, a durable okay. thickness in the hair you're going with for that um i'm going for a mix of um, different creep hairs so um okay. i researched on the kirks and uh, what i found out mostly is um, that they used creep hair on really the so um, I'm using ash blonde creep hair mixed with uh, a light brown, a dark brown, and just, you know, 
um, coloring it a little bit and uh, aging the hair, you know, to, to match like the hair is very much mm-hmm. pressed onto the, to the mask um, as of today. And mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. will exactly look like the mask then. So no, no swirling around like, like yeah. Halloween one or the big put up, the big um, bird's yeah. nest on, on the top, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which I've always been curious about because you kind of, you have a certain look that you went with here. And I mean, it is matted down. It's, 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 it's is very it, interesting. Chris, as is far there anything as, like, and maybe if you have, I don't know if you have one or not. Is it anything like a Terry's Warlocks? I is don't. It, I mean, is it matted down like, well, you know what I'm getting at. It, it is, but it's still like, if I wanted to pull up a certain section, it's, it's free okay. to come up. Yeah. Cause I'm just trying to think of, it's I, not I, like I the, warlocks, right the warlocks are pretty matted pretty. together. Pretty matted hair, yeah. And, and speaking <laughs> of hair, before I forget, uh, do by any chance would you know the hair that they would use on an H six? What I um, researched is that they used uh, plush hair. Plush hair. Remember that, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They didn't use any creep. They didn't use real hair. I think what I researched was okay. plush hair, and. If you look, if you look closely to the Hero H6, you can quite of see the, the the net. There is a little bit of the net. See, you can see a little mm. bit of the surface, and um, I think it was quite a kind of kind of uh, plush hair uh, you could use to form a beer or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, stuffing stuffing it, and you have a beer with, with long hair. Um, that's what I found out, and what I use. Um, I, I did some re- recently some H6 and uh, I used okay. the air and it looks quite cool. nice. Looks quite nice. Oh, okay, sweet. Well, guys, um, we got an hour into this. We, we try to Chris and I try to keep yeah. it, uh, you know, a certain range and all that. Uh, I can't think of anything else other than everything else that's been going on uh, that we know of so far. Chris and I do from what we have because uh, and it, we haven't obviously known you. Very long here for him, but I know myself personally, I'm super excited to see what you got going on now and in the future as well, whether it's obviously with the creations of masks, uh, really with interesting, your music yeah, and everything else that's going on. Um, like I said, we've got, we're going to have your social media available in the description box from your websites, you know, Facebook, Instagram, where people could find you. And definitely the winner who's ever going to be a part of this, you know, giveaway. Um, very one lucky SOB, that's for sure. And I hope this is uh, <laughs> going to be something that continues to grow for you, no doubt about it. But it's hard. As much I as hard work so. you're putting into it, I'm sure it'll do well. So. Absolutely, man. Nothing but positive best wishes for you. Thank I'm you. Awesome. Thank I you. see it going to yes. high places. I hope so. <laughs> I hope well, so. to you know, to be one day recognized as uh, you know a good sculptor for my mask, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So, well, Mr. Nick Castle, if you're listening out there, this gentleman has got a very wonderful gift for you. He's been working very hard absolutely. on it. So you never know. You never, never, never know. You never know. You never know who's watching. That's true. <laughs> you never know. That's right. And uh, I hope he. I hope he's attending age 45 and uh, Chibi will get him his mask. Actually, I mean, I haven't even done it once because 
Well, I do. But yes, of course, you're going to be able to find us here. Meet us in the man cave. Your YouTube. Of course, all of your listening apps for podcasts. So yes, make sure that you download those or subscribe. I asked for help recently and somebody didn't take it seriously. They thought I needed a Bible and needed help after asking for that. So we see how well that's going. Well, that's going to do it for this particular episode of Meet Us in the Man Cave. Mr. Christopher Webb and myself, Scott Kennard, would love to give a huge shout out and a major thank you to our special guest, Mr. Florin Linkus, for joining us here today. If you yourself are wanting to get your hands on this amazing giveaway of the OG45 and you're like, wait a minute, where was all that information at? In the description box, Mr. Florin Linkus' website and, of course, all of his social media that's associated with, of course, Fearcraft Studios. So once again, Mr. Florence Lucas, thank you for joining Christopher Webb and I. We hope to see you soon. Chris and I want to thank you for listening or watching Meet Us in the Man Cave. Since you enjoyed watching us, make sure you want to tell all your friends about us, subscribe today, and click on that notification bell. It's going to be helping you being reminded when our next episode is uploaded or even possibly a live stream video. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. You can listen or download to Meet Us in the Man Cave on your favorite podcasting app, available to stream or download so you can listen to us all you want, whenever you want. For more information, go to meetusinthemancave.podbean.com.